Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Silicon Valley Deplatforming, Freedom, and Censorship. I want to discuss some of the sillier hot takes on the deplatforming Trump actions already occurring. Lots of companies have dropped Trump as a client or a user. This debate really needs to be reframed in terms of freedom and censorship. First, a quick note about all those cries of First Amendment violations. Try this. Break the seal on the plastic wrapping on that little U.S. Constitution you carry as a prop and then read it. You may be surprised to learn that the First Amendment states, quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, unquote. That's Congress, not private citizens, not companies. Congress shall make no law. The Constitution does not require you to turn over your home or your private business or any other property to allow anyone to communicate about anything. All right, you legal scholars can pick out tiny little narrow exceptions like company towns in Marsh versus Alabama. But the general principle is that businesses are free to do whatever they want to pursue their business as long as it doesn't violate other laws. Hey, if you're a baker, you don't have to sell a wedding cake to anyone you dislike. However, your decision cannot violate other people's fundamental rights. If you decide not to sell to people because they are black or Jewish, well, then your decision is discriminatory and therefore illegal. Let me say this differently. No one has the absolute right to buy a wedding cake from a specific bakery, but they do have the right not to be discriminated against because of their race or religion by that bakery. So too goes the rights of social media platforms. They are not government actors. They're private companies trying to generate a profit. That gives them enormous latitude in how they manage their own business affairs. Courts have given corporate management broad rights to operate as they see fit via a principle best known as the business judgment rule. Some factions have tried working the refs instead. Since they can't win through the courts, they're trying to make this a First Amendment issue. The far right and even some moderate GOP members have made the claim of political bias. They've argued that Silicon Valley has an obligation to work against its own best interests. The Wall Street Journal offers some of the very worst examples of this kind of thinking, demanding that we, quote, save the Constitution from big tech. The authors seem to confuse decisions they dislike with violations of the Constitution. To do so, they make the ridiculous claim that Google, Facebook, and Twitter should be treated as state actors under existing legal doctrines. This is, of course, ridiculous. Jonathan Last of The Bulwark noted, Terms of service agreements are not a suicide pact. If a private company has bad actors on its platform and those bad actors are hurting the company's business or reputation, they're free to deplatform them. I was discussing this with my friend Perth Toll, who runs the Freedom 100 Emerging Markets Index ETF. 
symbol FRDM. Her approach is to use a quantitative personal and economic freedom set of metrics as the basis for that index. She notes, quote, this banning of Trump and other right-wing extremists from social media platforms, cloud services, payment services, it's a sign we're living in a place where there is freedom. The people and companies who provide something of value, their platforms, they are able to exercise their freedom to work with or not work with certain actors. I see the law, private property rights, and contract law at work. The few who happen to be in power don't call the shots. The people do. And the people have decided and will continue to decide to work with these companies as long as they are providing something of value. That's freedom, unquote. I totally agree with Perth. Get past the faux claims of constitutional violation and simply ask, do you believe that private companies are free to do what they legally want? The alternative is government telling companies what to do, like happens in China. Hey, I hate Facebook as much as anybody, and I even believe it's a threat to decent society. But I certainly am not asking the government to substitute its judgment for the companies. We can and should pressure businesses to try to do the right thing. We can vote with our dollars and take our business elsewhere. But stop trotting out this intellectually dishonest argument to say the federal government should take away liberty and freedom of private companies because you disagree with the decision they made. This is a fascinating subject, and it has far-reaching ramifications. I'd like to spend more time thinking about what it means and exploring it more in an investor-driven context. I'm Barry Ritholtz. For more of my insights, go to Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sally!